Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, The Spiritual Homegirl, and we are back with another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking y'all for listening, so thank you for listening, boo-boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to leave me your ears once a week for about an hour or so, and I hella appreciate that. It's a beautiful day here in beautiful Los Angeles. Beautiful and beautiful, yes. We love double beautiful days in beautiful locations, but... I wanted to talk about something that's going to piss some of y'all off. And I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, my platform is not about making people comfortable 100% of the time. Sometimes we have to realize things about what we're doing on the journey, myself included, that may not be so sexy that we have to look at assess and determine if it's working for us. Other times, it may make folks uncomfortable because we might be doing some foul stuff or might not be doing the best we can. And we get kind of called on what we're doing, even though I don't personally know what you're doing. But this episode today, we'll be calling some behaviors. And if you're going to be triggered, again, it's not my fault because I don't know you, boo. I'm just speaking from a homegirl um, perspective and it may or may not be about you. So again, it's nothing personal, nothing direct as it's nobody that I'm referencing. It's just that it's a behavior that certain people do and you might be doing them. Um, so with that being said, let's get into it. So I saw some cute memes and normally I don't like memes. Normally I'm like a, well, I take that back. I like memes that are entertaining. I just don't like memes that are not correctly informed. I don't like misinformation in the form of memes. And I feel like there is a movement that is seeking to um, dumb us down to a degree by giving us false information on purpose or training our brains to think that we should just accept our information in bite-sized pieces. But that's another conversation. But there were some memes I thought were interesting and they were in the same vein. And I saw them in a very short time frame, And I said, ooh, I should talk about these. And I thought about doing it on my social media, but there were about four of them. And I was like, you know what? Nah, let me just talk my stuff on my platform because, you know, when you have a platform, you can do that. And if you have a platform, you can do that, too. So you can do it on your podcast or your social media or your homegirls um, in your group chats. Like everyone has a platform. I think people forget that, too. But that's another again, that's another episode, given that I'm still on my daily podcast and marathon. More than likely, I'll talk about all of them, um, <laughs> all these ideas that are for later conversations. But I wanted to give my opinion on some memes that I think that people do a uh, little party fouls and whatnot. So meme number one. When someone follows you, it immediately slides in your DMs to say, hey. And it had <laughs> and it got bit wired from Friday talking about boy, what the F you want? I say this, right? I I understand. <laughs> I feel like I want to make sure I choose my words carefully. Okay, so on social media, I understand the point people are going to say is, well, if you're not on social media, why are you wanna, Why do you not want to answer DMs? Because I feel like there's still barriers of access with social media. And I think sometimes people forget there's stranger dangers out there and there's folks that carry themselves as if there are stranger dangers out there. Um, I'm one of those people. Like, I'm not... 
extra, extra friendly in the DMs. I used to be like, hey, you know, just hit me up. I respond. If you heard my old um, messages or my old podcast episodes, you'll remember I've said that. But the problem is certain people kind of ruined that because they were doing too much. And what I mean doing too much is, hey, you're sexy. How you doing? It's like, no, I'm not here for that. Like, I'm not the homegirl in that regard. Like, no, I'm not. So after a few people kind of ruining uh, the energy of wanting to just be cool and stuff like that, asking for the phone number and getting kind of weird. It was just like, you know what? No, I can't do that. Obviously, I can't do that. So I'm very discerning um, with my DMs now because of that. So that happens. That's a meme that's factual. Now, here's another one that I want to talk about. And this is this is mine. This is a, a screenshot of a tweet that I said that's... Um, on my social media, well, it's going to be on my social media by the time you hear this. It says, it don't matter if I'm single or not. I'm never looking. I'm aligning. So no need to force what ain't aligning. All right? AKA, leave the persistency in me alone. And I say these episodes, and I say all these episodes about dating and love from a very happy, satisfied perspective. Meaning, I'm not doing this stuff because I'm mad at somebody's son. I'm not doing this because I'm bitter. I'm not doing this because I'm unhappy. I'm very, very satisfied with where I am in terms of my romantic life, my love life, my private life with somebody grown son, what have you. Like, I'm really cool in that department. Even if there is or is not a grown son around, I'm always cool in that department. So for me, it's not like I'm coming out of here trying to, you know, send a message to my son. No, anybody that deal with me, no. If I got a problem with you, romantically or not, if there's something I want you to know, you're going to hear it. I'm not finna sell social media hoping you look at it. No, you're going to feel me. You're going to hear me. You're going to see me. So it's not even about that type of, you know, energy. So it's not like I'm trying to send a message or a warning shot to somebody's son over social media. I don't do that. I don't, I don't like subliminals. But that meme is about persistency. There are some women out there myself included, who do not like persistency. Now, there are some women out there who do like persistency, whether they want you or not. My thing is, if I'm not attracted to you, I would never want you to waste your time trying to convince me. There's no need. There's no need. And I say that respectfully, as respectfully and as non-shadily as I can. I would rather you cut your losses and save your time and go put that energy towards either yourself, what you got going on, or somebody who may reciprocate that energy instead of trying to convince me that I'm worth um, or you're worth me paying a, a second look to or a second attention. To me, I don't think that's aligning. I think that's forcing because you're not able to get the results you want. Or let me say we, because I'm never above my own advice. So I don't want to make it sound like, it. I mean, personally, I don't do this, but we all are connected. So I'm going to use we in this situation. If we are not getting the attention from someone we want and it's not being reciprocated, why do we have to jump through hoops and prove to somebody that we're worth the time? Now, I know for some men that's told me, and every man may not agree with this, and that's fine. Some men say they like a challenge. But my thing is, you're going to lose that challenge at some point. You're going to meet somebody that's going to be like, leave me the frick alone. All right? Stop talking to me. And it's like, so then, so then what? So if it's a challenge to stroke your ego, but then that person ends up rejecting that, your ego loses anyway. It's still going to be bruised. So it's like, why... Why play that type of game with yourself? It's not fun, especially when we're in today's society where women ain't going for that type of stuff no more. You're not finna sit here and just be harassing folks. Like women is strapping up, they pepper spraying, they box cuttering up, razoring up. 
It's like, why, why become a stranger danger because you don't know how to take no for an answer? And the reason why women are doing this now is because we've seen situations where men do not, again, not all men, but some men, and I hate that I even have to say that because I know some people get defensive and that's not my job to manage how people get defensive about stuff that ain't about them directly. You know what? Let me go to the little side tangent real quick. Another thing I noticed too is that when I talk about men issues or when I talk about, um, you know what? When I see it on other pages too, when they talk about men, I've also seen men post about men issues and what they got to do. It's always somebody hollering about women. Always. Or not all men. And it's almost like, do you have a problem with accountability? Because I hear people dog women out all the time or drag women about certain stuff. What do I look like being in somebody's comments all the time? Not all women, not all women. It could go for men too. I know this already. It's it's common sense. I don't need to broadcast that. And it makes me wonder about the accountability piece. It's almost like certain people cannot look at things that are generally um, generally stated without having to speak up. And I'm starting to realize that those type of people might have accountability issues. If you have to always deflect something to a woman when we're talking about men or, oh, women do it too, or, oh, it could could go both ways. We know that. But the context is not about that right now. Common sense. And maybe, and you know what? Maybe it's the education system. Because to be honest, our education system is trash. So maybe that type of thought process isn't, is maybe it is a just genuine, like they don't think like that. But in other times, I do think it could be an accountability issue. If you always hollering, well, not all. I I question. I I look at you funny. I'm sorry. I do my best to not to not try to like you know judge people like that. But it's it's almost like why why always why always do that? Why always be the contrarian in something that doesn't need a contrarian opinion? Sometimes it's just cool to just take the message, and if it don't serve you, you could keep it moving. We don't like it's just. I be looking at folks a little funny, especially when it's on non-negotiables like you know abuse and disrespect and um and I don't want to in the r word and stuff like that I don't want to trigger anybody today but it's just I look at people funny when it turns into that so it's just kind of like hmm like we I can hold space for an ideal that calls out a group of people and I can also hold space in another hand that it could also apply to other people as well so it's just kind of like why but anyway back to my point so persistency, some of us don't think that's cool. Some of us think that's a little scary and it's a little strange or dangerous. And the last thing you want to be when you're supposedly interested in somebody is a stranger danger. Because not only does that leave you out of the friend zone, that means you get in no zone. That means you get into like the, I got to make sure I got a, somebody on deck in case something go down to handle you type of zone. That puts you in the restraining order zone. That puts you in the block zone, the left on scene zone, um, removed off of all list zones, like that really gets you in a place that keeps you far, far away. And I just want people to understand, like, I think we both, um, as the, as the object of someone's affection, as the person that is pursuing the object of their affection, I think, you know, whatever side we end up on, I think clear communication is very key to make sure that we don't get our wires crossed. Because I know if somebody's like, Hey, are you like, are you feeling me like that? I'm going to tell you, honestly, I'm not going to, you know, disrespect you I'm you know no I don't I'm not attracted to you like that you cool we can be friends but I'm not attracted to you like that I'll flat out tell you because again I don't want nobody wasting time and energy on me that they can put into their sales their own projects they got going on or again most importantly to somebody else that can reciprocate that energy and give them what they're looking for 
I remember one time a gentleman, he had did some party fouls anyway. He had sent me like an unwanted like nude and stuff like that. And um, I remember a couple of years later after he apologized and, you know, he got a new account. He found me again <laughs> and he followed me. And he was like, when you going to let me love you? And I'm just kind of like, like, you know, if it hasn't happened by now, it's it's not going to happen. Like, and I said that respectfully. And he was like, you know, when I go through school and I get my, when I get through this, this second degree and when I become this high profile, whoop, 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 you're going to wish you had took me up on my offer. You're going to wish you had a dude like me. And I was, and I had to tell him, honestly, I said, sir, the way my energy works, you could be broke right now. If I'm attracted to you, I'm attracted to you. You could be broke. You could be on your way. You know, you know, if you have a plan, I like dudes with a plan. You got to be working the plan now. All right. But I was like, you know, if you were, if I didn't see it for you two years ago before you got in, into your, your graduate or your secondary education program, I don't see it for you now, which means if you get a million dollars between now and 2022, it's not going to change my initial perception Money does not make you any more attractive to me. Having a nice car does not make you any more attractive to me. Status does not make you any more attractive to me because I never saw that in the beginning. I didn't see anything that made me attracted to you in the beginning. And I know that sounds really fucked up to hear. And I said I wasn't going to cuss this episode, but I've done a pretty good job so far. I've been cursing the last few episodes, but it's messed up to hear. But when you constantly are always pursuing someone and you're not getting a response, and then you go out of your way to dictate that if somebody, somebody's going to regret, oh, bitch, you're going to regret this, you're going to regret this. No, I'm not. Because I don't regret it now. Like, I, money don't move me like that in terms of being like, oh, he fine now because he got money. No. If you wasn't attractive then, nothing you do will make you attractive now to me. It, that's just how it goes. Now, if it was a situation where I got to know him and I like this personality more, then that would be a different story. But the problem with this particular gentleman is that he sent me a picture of his, his thing Un, unwarranted, unsolicited. So he's already a creep by nature. He was already somewhat of a creep by the persistency. Then when he sent me the pick out the blue, he became a super no-fly zone type of creep. Never, ever, ever. So for some of y'all that are out there being persistent to somebody that's not responding favorably, think twice before y'all keep on going because while you're not getting the response you want, you're thinking that that's a sign to keep going to maybe change their mind. They already done classified you as a stranger danger or a creepy weepy. Like for real, for real. The next meme, don't save me for later. I won't be there. That is my entire get down. And I think people need to understand that when you have an attraction to somebody, you're not sure. There are people out there who will flip the entire situation. I know this is going to sound really, um, it's not going to sound ideally romantic because it goes against what we are sometimes taught. So let's kick it like this, right? Let's say, and I'm going to use myself as an example because obviously, you know, I'm talking about it. So let's say I like you, I'm attracted to you, you're attracted to me. And I'm sure about you, but you're not sure about me. If I find out you're not sure about me or if I get the inconsistency that's moving in a way that shows that you're unsure, I'm unsure too now. And I'm going to move accordingly because the way my alignment is set up, I don't have time to waste energy on people that ain't sure. So we can stay friends 
and figure things out from that realm and I'll continue to go attract somebody grown son. Because when you tap into your energy, when you tap into your, your self-value and your self-worth, and you tap into knowing what you bring to the table and just your own respect and your esteem for yourself, you gonna never hurt for no partners. At least not hurt it for a selection of partners. You feel me? So it's like, I don't have to, why, why play with somebody that's, that's not sure? Like, I'm not a person you put on ice. I melt. So you put me on ice, I be done melted. Like, that's just the way it goes. The energy is not the same. So when that energy is not the same, you can't just come back and be like, hey, so what's happening? I don't, a lot's happened. Actually, I've moved, I've moved on. Like I said in the previous episode, I get bored easily. Like the energy, and maybe that's my my Aries son. I don't know. Maybe it's the, I love a risk. I love a thrill. I love excitement. I love adventure. So when it gets boring, it's just like, hmm, Okay. Like you disappear, that's cool. Do your thing, but the energy's not gonna be a hundred percent same over here when you get back. Because I don't, I can see if it was a situation where you know we was in a partnership and we was like you know there's a there's an agreement and and you have to take some time away and I'm and there's an agreement so you know let me you work through your stuff and you know and I'll be by your side as you fix this in a different capacity. I can see there's there's always exceptions to the rule, but if it's some real casual, real you know we are not serious, it, it's like you know we're not exclusive. I don't have to wait on you. The fuck? Like, who's, who said that? Like, no. If you don't find the value in me, what I look like waiting on you to discover my value when there's somebody else that peep game and see it. And I peep game in them and see it. Now, am I saying I'm going to move on tomorrow? Maybe. You never know. But the option is always there. So it's like, cool. If I'm an option, that's great. But understand, you're also an option too, boo. You aren't unsure about me and I'm sure. Okay, well, now I'm unsure that I aligned the right person. I'm, this might not even be aligned now. I might attracted you to me, but that don't mean we aligned. So now I got to do some thinking. And if I need to move on that, then I'm going to move on that. And I don't need your permission to do so. Because I've gotten the sign from you that says you're not sure. And I understand that doesn't sound loyal. But it's like, why be loyal to somebody that's not loyal to you? How does that look? And what is loyalty? What is the concept of loyalty? So somebody I like for, what, three, four, five months? I'm supposed to just sit there and wait until they figure out they want to be with me or not? The hell is wrong with us as society? Like, I think, honestly, I think women get a bad rap for that. It's like women, women are expected to put up with stuff. And then if they don't, then all of a sudden they're incorrect or they're foul or something's wrong with them morally. No, because a woman recognizes her value and she don't have to put up with it. She wants to make moves and dip out. Like, what's, I don't, like, no. That's, that's, that's foul to me. So no, there are certain people you cannot put on ice. You not that fly to be put on ice for. It is what it is. And I know people don't like hearing that, but no, you're not. I feel like this is disrespectful to waste people's time while you go do what you want to do. That's not that like, that's foul. And as people, I think we need to understand that we don't have to be a person that's put on ice while whoever goes and sows their oats or go do what they want to do with other people. We don't have to put up with conditions that we don't want to accept. I'll never forget. I remember one time, me and a um, me and an ex of mine was in. Um, this is a long, long time ago. We were in like relationship counseling or whatever, and that was like the last the last time, like the last Hail Mary approach. It was like, look, if this don't work, we not going to work. 
And it didn't work. Therefore, we didn't work, which is I'm, I'm cool with that. Like, because those things have to happen so that you can align to the people that you're meant to be around, meant to be with. So I was cool. Like, because, I, you know, sometimes you just know when stuff ain't going to last. It's just like, OK, this ain't going to go nowhere. <laughs> so it's like, cool, let's go ahead and just, you know, get the confirmation. Let's go ahead and make our agreements and get, get the hell on. But this therapist was like, I don't see the problem. You're a good looking woman. You're a good looking man. You guys are young. You're not the only game in town. And I have, man, when she said that, something in my heart clicked. You know how sometimes you hear certain stuff and it, and it resonates with you and your, and your whole, like, your whole being, like, mind, body, soul. Like, it just, it just, you're like, yes, you're right. And that resonated. And this is, and by the way, this ain't the ex that I interviewed, okay? That's, this is a, this is a way, way long time ago. Um, and that ex was super fly. So, you know, way different. But, um, cause you know, I gotta give credit when credit is due. All right. But, um, and for, for the tea on that, cause I'm pretty sure some of y'all is like, what definitely goes to the dating episode. I did it in like January, February, 2019. You'll get the tea on that. But when she said, y'all aren't the only game in town. Even when I say it again, I have a big smile on my face because she was so right. She was like, yo, like, you got stuff going on. You look good. You're young. You fly. He got stuff going on. He's young. He fly. If it don't work, it don't work. There's other people out there y'all can date. And sometimes you just got to hear it and <laughs> kick the certain way for you to be like, you goddamn right. Like, yeah, of course. Of course, you're right. He ain't the only game in town. And when I walked up out of that office, I knew, boy, I said, we out of here in six months. I give it six good months. We was done by four. If I remember correctly, about four months after that. No, no, three months. Nine, nah, four or five months. Again, it's a very, very long time. Again, before um, before Yee, who was the person I, I, I just mentioned um, in that episode. Way, way long time ago. But um, I just thought that was really dope. And anytime I'm ever in a situation, whether it's the beginning, whether it's, you know, we're dating, whether it's exclusive, whether it's serious, I always remember at the end of the day, I mean, if it don't work, it don't work. I would love, to, I mean, I give all my best. Now, don't get it twisted. I give my best in, our, in my relationships, but they not the only game in town if it don't work. And I think sometimes, again, with the programming, especially with me being from Atlanta, um, certain people kind of carry themselves and say, oh, well, they're going to just put up with what I want to do because the ratio is X, Y, Z. And women need, need women need a man. Therefore, they're gonna have to, they, you know, I drive this car. You know, men, I drive this car. So they're gonna have to do what I want, or else they just have to go ahead and get lost. Bet. <laughs> That's cool. That's fine. I'll get lost and I go get found somewhere else. Like it's cool. Like, I think when you know that you can attract whoever you want to attract, like, and you can, you know, and I, I mean it's not even me talking spicy or talking fly. It is what it is. When you know that you fly with yours, you're gonna be less inclined to put up with the bull. Because you know, like, I don't have to put up with this. I can go align elsewhere. It's good, baby. It's good. So you can have your roster if you want to. But for me, I don't have to put up with this. Now, with the ratio in Atlanta, it's a little different. Um, on one end, you have people that are not attracted to that, that are not heterosexuals. So that ratio is affected because they can say, oh, well, you know, all these men out here, you know, they like men. So, you know, the women gonna have to put up. No, there's also some women who don't like men either, boo. 
So that that woman ratio might not be as thick as you think it is. Then you got to think about the identification piece, the gender identity. Some people don't even identify as women or men. So you got the, I, I mean, come on now. Like it ain't always super cut and dry when it comes to that ratio. Let's really be 100 about that. Um, so that's another thing. And then also in Atlanta, you know, you got different ways of living. I mean, you got polyamorous living. And I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about polyamorous living. I'm talking about Atlanta marriages and what I call it Atlanta marriages. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, open marriage, you know, where people have agreements and stuff like that. I'm not talking about that in these situations because clearly those are understandings that are agreed upon and that are worked upon, that are built upon. And I'll be talking about that um, on the podcast sooner than later as well because I think those are perspectives that I think people are very curious about. And I would like um, to speak with responsible folks that um, that that practice that type of um Lifestyle. So, and because um, polyamory is very, I think it's romanticized. So people are not talking enough about the realities that come from that. Now, there are some great people, but um, I think when it comes to the being solicited for the poly lifestyle, there are some people who really don't know what they're talking about. And I think they just kind of use polyamory as an excuse to say that they don't want to stop sleeping with one, uh, with a certain person, or they want to sleep with multiple people. That's another conversation, though. The irresponsibility of using polyamory without really doing the work. Um, and that's that's what I want to discuss. That's why I want some responsible people to talk to. So the last meme for this episode, I don't let nobody treat me like I'm regular because I don't even treat myself like that. I love this meme because it's true. And I know sometimes, again, going back to, uh, what was that, two days ago, the episode about the weaponization of humility culture or humble culture, I think that people that weaponize that type of culture would tear down somebody that would probably think this way because they want them to not exalt themselves. And when I say exalt themselves, I don't mean the biblical sense, okay? I don't mean in terms of being disrespectful and being arrogant as other people and stuff like that. But I think in terms of they don't want people to recognize their wealth or their value. And when I say wealth, I mean self-wealth. They don't want people to respect themselves because they want to be in a position to treat them as less than. Sometimes people use disrespect as a tool of manipulation. If they can quote unquote humble you or bring you down a notch and they know that you're attracted to them, they're going to twist that into finding ways to control and manipulate you because again, you're attracted. So you may want to make them happy. You may not want to upset them. You may want to please them. However, and I'm not talking about sexually. I'm just talking about in general. You want to appease them. You don't want them to not like you. You don't want them to stop talking to you. So you're going to probably do some things that may or may not compromise what you know better than in order to get the attention. And some folks pick up on that. So if you know that you're being treated regular and you know that you are not deserving of regular treatment, and when we talk about regular, we mean treatment that's really below standard, honestly. Regular, I feel like respectful is one thing, but when it goes into you're treating me like, let's say for instance, some people have these arrangements and I'm not talking about them, but if you're a person that's dating someone exclusively and y'all are exclusive and y'all not talking every day or he disappearing on you for days at a time and y'all don't have at least an understanding that that might be his personality type and he may do that, that's regular behavior to me. It's one thing, again, like I said, if you have a clear understanding of, oh, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, this I'm a person that needs my space so, you know, I may disappear every day or so or, or every other day or every five days. I just need a day to just recharge and relax. I know people that are in relationships with folks that do that. It works for them. It's not my place to judge. But if you're in a situation where, you know, y'all don't have that type of stuff and they just start disappearing 
They're not hollering at you. And I don't mean checking in like somebody mama, but I'm just saying like it gets to a point where there's no difference or or um, or delineation between a homegirl and a girlfriend or a partner and a associate. When you start getting treated like you just extra regular, that's where we have to realize this might not be the situation for me. I'm not getting treated in the way that I should, which means I need to no. Like, what are my standards? When I get started, when I start getting treated below standards, below standard of what I've already communicated to somebody, that's regular to me. So if I'm not being treated on par with what I've already said is what I need to in order to stay around, then we have a problem. Because I don't even carry myself like that. And more likely, that person doesn't treat that person that they're in love with like that either. So if it's not being reciprocated, then it's like, uh uh-oh, there's some flags. And we got to see how we can get them from red to green or white. And if we cannot do that, then I might need to go ahead and go take my flags and, you know what I'm saying, my green flags and my white flags. I'll go carry mine and I'll leave the red ones with you. And that's cool. So basically, these memes are just saying, man, like, know your, know your worth. And that's so cliche. Oh, I hate to even say that. But it's like, really, like, in your heart, in your intuition deep down, if it does not feel right, it's time to sit with that, baby, and figure out why. Why does this not feel good to me? Why does this not feel natural? Why does this not feel like a hell yeah? And I always say, if it feels, if it don't feel like a hell yeah, it's a hell no. That's why I sit still on certain things. That's why, you know, the momentum may move a certain way and then it stops. It's because some don't feel right no more. And I'm not going to make another move until I figure out what that feeling is. If the energy is still there once I figure it out, great. If it ain't, then that's cool too. And honestly, going back to one of the first memes, That might be why that person is unsure. Maybe they had a hell yeah moment and it stopped. And then it's like, "Mm, I don't know. But even then, I feel like it's still the responsibility of that person to have a conversation. And I know sometimes we say, oh, you don't owe nobody shit. You don't owe nobody nothing. Yeah, I get that. That's cute in theory. But when it deals with other people and your involvement with other people, I do think at some point, unless y'all just really unconventional with y'all's, I think it is worth having a conversation of, hey, my feelings, I need some space. You know, you're free to do what you want to do, but, you know, I just need some time to kind of regroup, figure out if I want to do my thing. You know what I'm saying? See up, see where I'm at with this relationship or see where I'm at in this in this, in this this thing we building together. And you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, just want to let you know that. But when people have those conversations, they have to understand, like I said earlier, that just because you unsure doesn't mean that they have to wait around for you. That's a part of the journey. These are lessons that we learn. Sometimes we we put somebody down and, you know, we pick up somebody else. And that person that we put down was actually the person we should have been with. Sometimes we leave in people that we really love for the one we like or greener pastures. Then we realize them greener pastures were actually weeds. Ain't nothing fruitful over there. That's a lesson we have to learn. That's a mistake we have to go through. That's a, that's a part of the journey. It's fluid. It's not going to always be super lovey-dovey relationships. It's not going to always be the the stuff we see on social media, the nice curated pictures, the rose petals on the bed. I mean, sometimes it can be, but it's not always like that 100% of the time. The nice, there's all, always somebody documenting the experiences and the love and making it look very nice and, and cute and packaged. It's not like that all the time. Sometimes it's stuff like this. Sometimes it's realizing that you might have aligned yourself with the wrong person and they're not aligned at all for where you at in this area of life or in this era of life. So that's what I wanted to say. Sometimes memes be actually pretty dope um, <laughs> when they're not misinforming people. But uh, don't forget to find me on 
Spiritual Homegirl. I am on Spiritual Homegirl YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. I'm also on Clubhouse at Spirit Homegirl. My club is Make Peace with the Day. My Patreon is Spiritual Homegirl. Uh, we are doing a um, sun sign challenge with Pisces. I did Pisces 101 yesterday. Um, so that was, we'll be doing more in-depth work with how to actually use that energy to better your life. And then we'll do it all over again in a few weeks come Aries season because, you know, that's my season and we finna go in. So um, also don't forget to sign up for Tribe Letter. It's a free email. Tribe Letter comes to your inbox through email again every Monday. So you can sign up through my show notes here or you can go to spiritualhomegirl.shop. You can sign up through that pop-up there. And then you can also find some crystal infused aromatherapy. You can also get a discount by signing up for my text club, which is homegirl10 to 81493. Again, text the word homegirl10, homegirl10, all one word, to 81493. Get you 10% off or you can join my text club. I have officially disconnected from my previous text provider, so no more old text line from the 323 number, y'all. We doing something different. Also, don't forget to subscribe and like the podcast. Send it to a friend. If you're posting about it on social media, please tag me so that I can repost your stuff and give you your your flowers for sharing because I really appreciate that type of stuff. I really do. Um, this podcast has grown so much exponentially in such a short amount of time. And I really want to thank y'all for helping me do that. Thank y'all for helping me grow. So um, definitely tap in with your girl if you're sharing or if you're listening to the podcast. Definitely tag me and so I can go ahead and repost that and share that. And thank you for doing so. I'm also, uh, is that everything? Ooh, I'm getting through these links quick as a mug. Oh my goodness, I'm getting through so quick. Well, I guess that's everything, y'all. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Spiritual Girl Podcast. I guess when you do it 64, 63 times, you, don't, you just blow right through it, but... My name is Maria, and remember, trust the journey, trust yourself, know yourself, know your worth, like Drake says. (laughs) Love y'all. Peace. This episode has been produced by producer extraordinaire Jason Trichodemics Valerio.